I just have to say that right now I am drinking the most amazing tea. Uh, I'm looking out my window. It's rainy and gray and Oh, there's just some days that the rain is, I don't know, demotivating and it's not great. But then there's other days like today where you get to pour a cup of tea and you look out the window and as you drink the tea, it's just mm, the one that I have. It's got this amazing aroma and yeah, I just love it. So yeah, um, it's the start of my day. And I am just really looking forward to chatting with you and diving into today's episode. Trends. Trends, my friends. All right. So firstly, I wanted to start by mentioning that it is an exciting time right now with interiors and people, the way that people view their home. More than ever, people are embracing and understanding the idea that our homes benefit us in some way. There is such a shift in people's understanding of how homes should impact us, whether it's wellness and elevated design, vintage, old world appreciation, it's simplistic living and community centered. The narrative in our homes is beginning to shift and change and will continue to change immensely in the coming years, which for me personally is so exciting because, well, I teach this and of course I stand by this wholeheartedly. I think this is an important thing to mention because as we're talking about trends, we're going to be talking about moving away from the pick one trend and stick to it kind of mentality. So what exactly is an interior trend? It's basically, and to put it simply, something that gains crazy popularity resulting in mass manufacturing, and then it begins its decline, and then is considered dated. It starts with something or some form of introduction, whether someone recognizable puts it out there, it catches and is shared, or it's even at times a calculated decision by marketing agencies and brands. Um, You know, it can be the economic feelings and the state of the world that influence these things. Um, Basically, our psychological state Um, and those emotions. So whether we are yearning to feel grounded or whether we're wanting to feel inspired or whether we're hopeful collectively. Um, And these emotions drive Um, what colors and textures and shapes and styles and use of material is trendy. There is semi-annual trends and annual trends, like color of the year. And there's definitely a crossover from fashion to interiors. So yeah, you've got your annual trends, then you get more of a five-year trend um, and a 10-year trend that, that lasts the decade. Like gray, okay, like gray several years ago, it was everywhere. If you purchased a sofa a few years back, you would have bought a gray sofa or you would have been inundated with gray options. Um, Whereas now the trend is more of earth tones, warmer neutrals. And gray is still an option in the swatches because it is a neutral, but it's not in your face like it was. You know, people are wanting more warmth in their tones, even depth and luxe with vibrant, uh, vibrant tones. Some trends you may be aware of is the farmhouse trend. 
you know, if you are someone who loved that style or was perhaps overly influenced by that trend, then you may be finding you're not feeling great about your home right now and you're itching to change things up. You may even be over it completely looking to see something different and craving to see something different and to change your space. You know, the same might be true if you overcommitted to say the mid-century design, the mid-century style. Um, But I think when it comes to style, let's say mid-century, you have to understand the architecture. If it's a strong style, it should influence the interior style. So the architecture informs. So it should be considered first. If you're living in a mid-century home, you're probably going to want to incorporate a more modern aesthetic and even some pieces true to that era. But it's not that you have to be fully committed to the style and live a sort of movie set vibe like Mad Men, but it is important to have some flow and fluidity. But you know, a problem with trends is when it's com- it just completely overtakes everyone's homes because it's all the stores carry. You know, and it causes you to feel like you aren't current or that you lack style comparatively. So when you walk into these stores and you're comparing it to your home, you just feel there's a disconnect and then you you worry that, you know, you're not you're not stylish. Um, but trends are a win for retailers and they can, you know, put out big collections and their sales will reflect that. You know, they can forecast their profits. So from a retail's perspective, perspective, they don't have to appeal to a bunch of different tastes. They can appeal to say one style or, or a couple styles and know that the masses will respond positively because it's trendy. You know, and some consumers also love trends, especially if you're someone who isn't confident in design decisions. You know, if you're someone who loves to stay on trend and current, then trends probably make you feel reassured that you you won't make a mistake. You know, you can walk into a store and, and okay, this is the style and this is where I feel comfortable. Um, it removes the guesswork. Um, you know, you know that you're buying something that that should look good in your space. So when people buy something because it's trendy and the underlying reason for that is because you might be worried and feeling anxious about buying something that's wrong, you might be worried about making a mistake. You know, I think it's because you don't feel empowered to have a voice in your interiors and you don't feel like you have a say and that that say is good enough. If a trend is a safety net for you, then that is when you should stop and question if you're making the right choice for you and your needs. If you have an idea or you see something that you're drawn to and it excites you, but as you think it through, you talk yourself out of it. You know, all of a sudden it feels too bold for you. It's not a safe choice and you start questioning it. So choosing a trend over what you naturally gravitate towards means you don't have to wonder whether you're doing something wrong. You know, you feel like you can walk in, buy something to create a room and people are going to walk into your home or you're going to love it solely, solely for the reason that it's on trend. And you'll know that because that feeling of love will fade. It won't serve you in the same way. 
So take caution with this, not just for loving your spaces, but when you gravitate towards trends, you run the risk of all of a sudden everything in your decor feeling dated when that trend is no longer in style. And like I said at the beginning, some trends are semi-annual and can last for even up to 10 years. But how do you know? So how do you know how long what you've just purchased will last for? You know, you'll reach a point where it will no longer speak to you. It doesn't mirror back your life, who you are, and who you aspire to be. When that trend starts changing, you really feel at a loss for your style. And in some cases, depending on how much you've adapted to that style and changed your interiors to reflect it, you might get to a point where nothing in your space is working and you're just not happy and it doesn't bring you joy or inspire you. You know, as you know, I stand by creating a healthy home that is good for you and your well-being, your body, your brain. You know, it speaks to you and tells your story, who you are, where you want to go. It inspires you and motivates you. You know, a home where you can welcome guests and they can actually get a sense of who you are. But just to add that if a trend is going to help you be healthier, like a home mini spa or, or a trend is a certain environmentally friendly option, by all means, jump on that bandwagon if it's going to improve your health and the environment. But as always, make sure it's true to you. Don't go invest in a sauna or some other wellness trend if you're never going to put the effort into using it right? Like these can be big planning and big budgets. So be cautious here. You know, and I think when we gravitate towards trends and we go down that path committing completely, you know, you, you miss out on interjecting a sense of yourself, right? You're playing to the masses, looking at everyone else to see what they're doing instead of asking, well, what do I really like and what's right for me? And maybe you feel, okay, like that's easier said than done. You know, it's, it's not so easy creating a home for me, you know, my style, my health, my happiness, you know, it might feel, it might feel just totally, totally scary, you know, and I'm sure it feels like there are so many rules and different ways to go about it. And it's just not something you feel good or confident doing. And I think a lot of people just feed off of that anxiety and stop themselves you know, that anxiety and lack of confidence will stop them from pushing through and, and they'll just land on, on nope, mm -mm, no thanks. I'm just going to walk right into that store with that trend and buy the thing that makes me feel like I'm doing it right. And I get that. You know, I understand how that feels, that you might struggle to visualize and create the look that's right for you. But there are ways to start creating your own style that's beautiful and reflects you and all of the things. But something you need to know is it is a process. <laughs> you are learning about yourself and how to express yourself in your home unapologetically. You know, and you must learn how to practice constraint because it's not as easy walking into that store when impulsivity strikes. You know, it's about saying no so that you can figure out why and when to say yes. Even if you have to live with something not feeling or looking right for a time, I think it's worth the wait to get it right. You know, sometimes all you need is one person whose opinions you trust and respect, and you might all of a sudden be able to do something in your home that gives you vision and inspires you to go on your own style journey. And just kind of say, hey, you know, I want to do this for myself. And then take that first small step. 
You know, if you have a generic style and you look at your home or and you've you've gone too far down the trend path, think about how you can slowly detrend your rooms, strip them back. You know, remove a few things that speak to that style. You know, I understand that if you've committed to larger pieces that are costly, it may not be smart to remove those, but the smaller things or or you know, if it does make sense to remove those larger pieces, think about selling them and then investing that money back into new ones. You know, I talk a lot about the importance of telling your story through objects and interiors. So what story can you bring to your home? You know, you can tell stories through art, photography, textiles, and even even things like scents. You know, smell and memory are linked. So surround yourself with scents that bring back good memories. I think it's key to strip away that style and trend and start to layer in other things. And like I said, it's a process and something that will not happen overnight. You know, it starts with interior editing where you analyze your space and critique it and come up with a plan to change it. And then you start. Don't be impulsive, right? Be mindful of wellness as you're detrending and stripping back. And then when you begin to change, make sure you're thinking about what you're introducing. Think about if it's something that's easy to maintain and keep clean. What is it made from? What's the environmental impact? You know, I think when we're putting stuff back into our spaces, it's important to think about it from not only a style perspective, but a health perspective. You know, what's what's the impact of this or that will have on me and my body? You know, if you avoid overcommitting to a trend, you can also have more flexibility in your spaces. You know, you can change things up easier and you can switch up the style between rooms. So for example, A bathroom is a great place to do something different if you want to switch up the style somewhere. You know, even laundry rooms and offices, these are spaces that can speak for themselves. So just think through the flow of the rooms. If you prefer having a consistent vibe from room to room, then keep the feel similar. But if you want to introduce a different style, and then, well, here's a little tip. If there's a door to a room, then that room can be something different because there's a natural break. So it can be different. But again, be mindful of the longevity of the style. But, you, you know, is it important to you to be current? Is it important that, that you are doing what's new? You know, ultimately, a home can be absolutely beautiful and meaningful and promote your well-being without being current. You know, people look at a space that has been professionally designed and they see these photos on social media or wherever and they don't realize that some of these spaces have been designed years ago, you know, and they'll remain this way as they see them in the photo for some time. You know, and it's important to also remember that a trend can initially make a room feel like it's been designed well. Initially. But how can you tell if a room has been designed well? Firstly, if you feel good when you're in it, or if there's just That's something that you can't put your finger on, but when you're in the space, it feels right. You know, if it's your room, then it speaks to you and it's addressed your needs to the point where you can feel inspired, where you can maintain it. It's functional to your needs and it excites or calms you or whatever emotion you need it to evoke. And most importantly, it lasts, right? It stands the test of time. You're not constantly looking for ways to make it better or change it. You haven't based it on trends. It's based on you, 
you are the starting point to good design in your spaces. Your design should outlive the trends and trends just won't matter. They just won't matter if you, if you are in the design. So yeah, if you want your space to be well-designed, do not focus on trends. Focus on you and your needs. Here's something you can try. You know, if you're struggling with, with any of your spaces, a fun little kind of exercise is picture you're about to work with an interior designer. Picture them coming into that room with you. And they're standing there with you and you're looking at that room and you're, you just hired them. And you're about to tell them what you need them for. What would you ask them to do in that room? What's on the top of your list? You know, how would you describe the vibe that you want? What are your pain points? How is the room not working for you? What is working for you? Is there anything that makes you feel just bummed about that room? Is there anything you just really, really want to change? How will that make you better as a person if you changed it? What would bring you joy if you walked into that space after that designer came through and changed it all to be suited to you and your needs? What would bring you joy? So yeah, picture working with a professional and ask yourself, what would I tell them? How would I describe this room? And pay attention to the words you use to describe it. It's easy to gravitate towards trends because when you're seeing things constantly, when you hop on social media, if you get hit with an ad without even knowing it sometimes, it's informed you. And the more you see it, the more you, you might find you like it. But it could be for the wrong reasons. It could be because you've seen it so many times that you've just been become accustomed to it. But you always have to ask yourself, do I really like this? What is it about this that I like? And keep asking more questions. So for example, if you say, I like the lighting in this picture, then ask yourself, what about the lighting do I like? Well, it's a soft glow. Why do I like the lighting to have a soft glow? Because I feel relaxed. Is it important to feel relaxed? Yeah, actually, it is. So if you can dial it down, dial down the reason, if it's something other than the trend, you know, if it's a need to relax and de-stress, well, Maybe you don't need that exact thing you're looking at or that exact look. You know, are there other ways you can create this? And now that you know that this is important to you, when you look for, for other things or lights, you can look for ones that cast a halo on the wall or ones that dim down or ones that have a warmer color. You know, you've got your why, you've got your reason. So now you can make choices based on that. Something else to keep in mind is with the ability to see trends from all over the world, you have to bear in mind that certain styles and trends work better for certain places. So let's say you want a Parisian look and feel, but you live in a 90s style home in North America. 
Like if you start to introduce opulence and overly treat things like ornate trim, then it's going to look and feel out of place. There'll be, a, there'll be a big disconnect between the architecture and the interiors. So as I said earlier, the architecture and the place can inform the home. And place is an interesting thing because where you live often informs your lifestyle. So like imagine living on a farm compared to an apartment in Paris or a, a ranch in Montana or even like a one-story home in Palm Springs or a city near the ocean and mountains versus a small town near a beach. So wherever you live will beg a certain lifestyle. You know, it's important to ask, does it fit? Does my home fit my lifestyle, my surroundings, or does it inspire my lifestyle or a lifestyle that I want? So does my interior style benefit me, inspire me, motivate me? Does it give me awe moments? If you create your rooms around you, they will make you feel better and you won't have to follow trends. You'll have longevity in the design. You'll have the freedom of incorporating certain aspects of trends when you really like them without having to do it from a place of fear and anxiety. If I were going to come walk around your home, would I get a sense of who you are? Like if you weren't home and I just popped around and let myself in, wandered around, as creepy as that sounds, <laughs> what would I say about you? Would I say, oh, this person's a traveler. They're very active and sporty. Oh, they're an entertainer. They've got a great sense of humor. They live a healthy lifestyle and they take care of themselves. They prioritize their well-being. This person is an artist or they appreciate art. Oh, look at this house. Whoever lives here is a learner. There is books everywhere. You know, or this person's really organized. Wow, everything's got a place. You know, oh, they seem so warm-hearted. They're family-minded. Or, oh, they're animal lovers. Or maybe this person's a workaholic. Or, you know, this person's just a bit out of touch with who they are. They're not taking care of themselves. You know, our homes say so much about us. So the last thing I'll say is to be mindful of how far you're going on the trend scale. Always stay true to your story, whether that's where you've been or where you're going. Find confidence in that when translating it into your style. Everyone has a style because everyone has a story. So it's either about uncovering it, redefining it, or incorporating it. Or maybe rediscovering it. But spend time learning about you and your style and make your home a home for you. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe. You can leave us up to a five-star review. Please also, if you're not already following me on social media, I'm Nico underscore Smetello. That's N-I-C-O underscore S-M-U-T-Y-L-O. You can also follow your Pero. And don't forget to head over to our website to grab some free resources and learn about our upcoming mini-series, Unlocking the Power of Home to Bring Health and Happiness.